Shalane. And this is Jenny. And welcome to Ogirl, Ogirl. It is the season of Christmas. <laughs> How was that? That was very good. Thank you. But you know what? I was still listening because, you know, we were like listening to Christmas music earlier uh, and it was like Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew. So all I wanted to do was when you was doing that, I just wanted to like bust out with a wilder. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, as we're playing around with our own selves, thinking that we're funny. Hope you're thinking that we're funny, too. Welcome uh, to Old Girl. Uh, it is December, and we're talking a little bit of Christmas today. Might as well get into that season. Um, first, we need to, you know, give out presents early, right? So let's do mm-hmm. shout-outs to some of our friends. Yes. Hi, friends. Okay, so, but before we do the shout-out, I got to make sure that you check us out on social media. So that's going to be Ogre Podcast on Instagram as well as Facebook. And make sure that girl is spelled the way we spell is G-U-R-L. Okay, don't get it twisted because we might come for you. All right. <laughs> now, Podcast Girl is on Twitter. And again, that's G-U-R-L. We've got a YouTube channel now, which is Ogre Podcast. And last but not least, if you want to send us a little Christmas card or a little Christmas you know, pictures or whatever, email us at oldgirlpodcast at gmail.com because we fancy like that. Yeah. That is- mm-hmm. Yay. So let me go ahead and just love on a little bit of these little podcast um, shows. Now, I have a nice little um, variety, if you will, a little motley crew of podcasts. The first one is called the Introverted Extroverted Podcast. <laughs> and This podcast is about a public figure that deals with um, social anxiety, performance anxiety, and a whole lot more. And basically, I can kind of relate to that because I like public speaking. I don't mind it at all. But when I know I have to actually do something as far as like speaking engagement, that's when I go, uh. (laughs) So that's why Toastmasters is good for me. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. It was cute. All right. Cool. We need a show about some dads, okay? And I found it. It's a podcast by dads for dads, and it's called Average Dads Podcast. <laughs> so I thought that was, okay. you know, we got to love on the dads a little bit. Um, we also have another Nightmare Podcast. It's another podcast that's all about ghosts, aliens, and conspiracy. Why? Because I just love that genre. It's, it's my fave. And last but not least, we have Baron and the Doc. These um, these are actually two hosts that were that uh, they are. Let me see. Let me backtrack here. Baron and Doc. They are the hosts of that reminds me of show, and they talk about new films, but they tend to squirrel and talk about the old one. <laughs> so I like that one because it kind of reminds me of us. So that's pretty gotcha. much what I found. Nice little variety of podcasts. Make sure that you listen and download our pack a pat pack podcast on our favorite or your favorite podcast platform, which is Google or Apple or Stitcher or whatever, because there's a new one every time. So that's a lot. And so with that being said, I'm thirsty, Jenny. So really? Yeah, I was a mouthful. So I got to ask you if I'm thirsty. I know you're thirsty. So girl, Mm -hmm. what you drinking? I was waiting. Well, I found a really good cocktail. I was trying to look for something kind of holiday uh, feel. Um, and then also, I don't know about you, but, did, well, I know you are because you're in Georgia now, too, and uh, 
you were away down in Florida and walked back into a frozen tundra because the weather up and slapped us in the head with some damn cold weather that doesn't belong here. Okay. (laughs) It's damn cold. So I decided we needed a warm cocktail Mm -hmm. with the cold weather. So I've got a basic mulled wine recipe and there's really no name for it. It's just mulled wine. Um, You can put this um, on uh, in a, like a saucepan on the stove and heat it up or you Put it in a crock pot and like warm it slowly or put it on high and take it down. Either how, either way you want to. Um, but what you've got is a quart of dry red wine. And you kind of want, like, I'm not a fan of dry red wine, but you need to use dry for this because there's a lot of, um, there's not a lot, but there's sugar involved. So you don't want a too sweet wine because then you put the sugar in and you're going to, you know, have diabetes coma. So, um, so a quart of dry red wine, a half cup of sugar, Five cloves partially crushed. Now, this concerns me, and I did not do that because then you're going to have to strain it because you sure don't want to get a chunk of clove. So I, um, what I'll I'll tell you what I did, but take your five cloves and float them in the, just in the liquid, and then you can just scoop those out easier. You can find them and scoop them out. Okay. Also need one cinnamon stick. I use two because I like cinnamon. And Mm -hmm. those sticks, again, they're easy to kind of, um, get out four tablespoons of orange juice i would also say basically you could take a fresh orange and squeeze it and that would probably equal four tablespoons of orange juice mm-hmm. and then also you can take a, a pinch of nutmeg just pinch that in there and then um you can take another orange and you can slice it and float it in the um the wine while it's cooking to to steep and the uh, the other thing you could do is take those slices of orange and you can poke the cloves if you want a little bit more clove flavor into the orange hmm. and then slice it and then when you float it that way you don't have those little cloves floating around in your business um, but you put it on the stove just barely to a boil you want a little bit of a boil because i don't i'm sure everybody knows this but if you boil alcohol too much it takes the alcohol content out so you don't want we we want to get a buzz on right mm-hmm. so you boil you get it just to a rolling boil you turn it down and let it just stay nice and warm which is why i think that putting it in a crock pot is a good idea on low because it'll just keep it nice and warm and that's all you do is you just pour that into your favorite mug and you can float one of those oranges on top if you want to as decoration today i have my lovely uh new orleans saints mug to go with my new orleans saints um uh, uh, Afghan that my mom made us because we're huge Saints fans. They are nine and two. So cheers. Oh, okay. We're rocking. So cheers to you. Cheers to the Saints. Happy holidays. Yum. Mm-hmm. I have my nice wine color coffee mug that my mm-hmm. sister got me for my birthday, which matches my wine colored candle. All right. It smells absolutely. I wish we had smell vision. This smells so good. I don't even know what this what this is but it smells nice let me see mm. no i don't know it's uh apparently she got it from target though i see that oh well there you go <laughs> so anyway cheers oh uh, this is yeah cheers this is nice and warm and here is for for it's in our mug so i, I toasted you like by clinking it so there you go mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yum. Yeah, that's not so, going to last very long. This may not finish the rest of the show. But yeah. I am, but, but let me ask you something. So I see where it says one cinnamon stick. Uh-huh. Couldn't we substitute that with some fireball? Like, 
after this is all done? Oh, I'm sure you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything. I mean, there's a bunch of um, mulled wine recipes because I was looking at a bunch of them. And there's some where you put wine and um, brandy in it together or different alcohol. So I'm sure there is absolutely no reason why I, we should probably just experiment and try it. And that just requires us to have to drink some more. You're here. <laughs> so, so if that's all it takes for us, that's all it takes for us. Um, but yeah, you know, mulled wine is kind of one of those things where you can mess with it and just, you know, flavor it the way you want to flavor it. But I love it because it smells good. So that's another hint for everybody. If you're having a Christmas party, here's the thing. I've, all, I've also done this at a Christmas party. If you don't, don't put the wine in it, if you want to take some water, or some apple cider, but water is better because it doesn't cook down as much. And put a cinnamon stick and cloves and an orange slice and nutmeg in the water and just boil it on your stove. It makes the whole house smell like that. So if you keep it on low on your back burner, when people come into your Christmas party, your house is going to smell like that. So that's like a there you go. There's a, like a little, like, you know, Martha Stewart tip for everybody out there is just boil. But you got to keep it on low because if it's on high and, and the shit burnt, that's going to stink up your whole house too. You have to watch it and then turn it off eventually. But you just want it for everybody comes in so they get that scent. And then when everybody's in, turn that down and start, you know, crank up the music and, and start drinking. I know, and- but Jenny, you know, you and I both, we, we will get distracted. We'll get, end up doing something <laughs> and Ish will come in. What's that smell? Yeah. And we're just frying coals <laughs> on the stove. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, but it is COVID. Look, it is. We we are still in a pandemic, so you have to like you know gather responsibly. You know what you're right, supposed yeah. to be doing. That's not for this year. That's for another year. Well, uh, we can do it via Zoom. You know, we can just go. Right. Ahead and, you but know. you gotta boil your shit at your house, and I'll boil my shit at my house, and we'll just pretend that we smell okay. the same. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of the holidays, we are talking about, you know, this is one thing, obviously, we spend a lot of time uh, this whole year watching a lot of TV and movies anyway, because there isn't anything else better to do. Um, We are going to talk about holiday movies, holiday TV shows, that kind of stuff. So Shalane, question for you. I don't know. I guess this is sort of like uh, things I love, things I hate, Mm -hmm. sort of, I guess. Right. but uh, what's your thoughts on holiday movies? What do you like? What do you don't like? Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I will say, first of all, I like Christmas Story. And I didn't think I would say that because my in-laws every year, because TNT plays it the yes. whole day, you know? Yes. But there are parts of that movie that's hilarious, like the dogs, you know, eating the dinner. So they had to go to the Chinese restaurant <laughs> and then they walk in, they, they're, they're walking through the back, men, 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 and all the the, the uh, chefs or the kitchen cookers or whatever. They were like looking at each other like, who is this guy and why is he in our kitchen? You know, and then, you know, Ralph getting shot in the eye. I mean, there were like so many like classic little moments there that, you know, it just makes me laugh. And then... Um, I gotta say, I love when they started doing the 24-hour thing, only because, that, you know what, I like that movie. I don't think I've watched it beginning to end. Me neither. In a million years, because I'll just turn on, you know, when you're busy on Christmas Day, maybe you have to go to your to the, our in-laws and come back or whatever, and you just keep the TV on that channel, and whatever, whenever you walk into the room, it's just like that little Christmas hug. Yep. Just go, oh, yeah, there's that part. Oh, yeah, there's that part. My favorite, hands down, is Fragile. 
fragile. Yes, yes, yes. Fragile. Yeah. That's my favorite. So I actually got Dean's dad um, one year a Christmas ornament of fragile. <laughs> Delay. And then, of course, I know this is not a movie, but the Charlie Brown movie, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree movie, the, the thing that I just really love about that is the dance when they're all supposed to be practicing for the play and then it's, you know, the dance. Yep. And Jenny, I'm going to let you tell the story, obviously, because it's your story and you tell it way better than I do about um, reenacting the dance, the live version of the... the oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, you know, well, it's, I guess uh, it's beyond the statute of limitations because technically Charlie Brown Christmas was not available to put on stage when we did it, which means that we totally broke the law with the rights, but we were a very poor little theater company and we were trying to do something different other than some other, you know, like traditional, like Christmas Carol and all that. And we had a friend that sat down and transposed word for word the, the cartoon into a script. So we, so she wrote it, but it was every word. So she just basically stole the, stole the show, which I said against the law and put it in script form. And then we cast it and we cast it with high school kids, uh, junior high and high school kids sort of. And we, the costume designer and I helped go out shopping for this fabric. We made every single costume exactly like whatever they were wearing. And my favorite one, this was like one of those moments where you're like, no way. Um, I don't know if anybody will remember, but there's the cute little redheaded girl, you know, that character, they call it the cute redheaded girl. She had a name in that, in that episode, I think, but she was wearing this, this, they all, the, all the girls have those little drop waist dresses with the ruffle at the bottom, but hers was like this weird mustard gold plaid. <laughs> and we're like, well, how are we going to do that? And mm -hmm. I, Kit you not, we were at a, a secondhand store, and in a bin, I found a set of sheets. <gasps> and it was enough that we made the whole dress made out of sheets, but it was the fabric, and, and we even had enough for the bow in her hair. And it was, it was gingham, so it wasn't plaid, but it was the same color gold it was like a christmas miracle when we saw that i almost cried but we put everybody in the exact same outfits we built the set so it looked exactly like you know the christmas trees where they yeah and the um the the Christmas trees. We had cutouts of that. We had cutouts of like the base for um, pig pen and everything. And it was, it was hardcore, but the best was with these kids was letting them pick out and figure out which kid they were in the practice dance. Cause we knew who some of them were obviously Lucy and we knew this girl was the little plaid girl and this was Violet. Um, but they went in there and they each picked out which dance they were. So there was the, you know, the side to side head. But my favorite hands down was we called it the Frankenstein. And there was this kid that did the Frankenstein. All it was, was he had his hands sticking straight out in front of him and just like was kind of doing the running man sort of with his hands just out with head down. And this kid <laughs> did that dance and it was funny as hell. And they nailed it. It was one of the best production we had so much fun with that because the kids were just absolutely creative but we yeah we re reenacted they skated we worked on doing a physicality so their feet looked like they were skating but they were just moving their feet on the ground and we had the skate pond it was it was really cool and we do not have it recorded because we knew we couldn't because if anyone can't and I, I think want to see like, that dance because I know y'all nailed that dance that's my favorite part of that whole movie I know, and we just couldn't do it because we were we were so afraid we were going to get caught by the rights police, and you'd get 
you know, fine. But we didn't. And that was, this was about 15 years ago. So really, like I said, I think the statute of limitations on the, the Snoopy police coming after me, I think it's over with, hopefully, because I just admitted it. But now there's a production that you can purchase the rights to, but it has music in it. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want it to be a musical. I just want it to be the show. But yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Gotta love Charlie Brown. So absolutely. Pig pen. That that was my thing. Pig pen. <laughs> All that dust and dirt while he's dancing. <laughs> you should have seen what we had to do to that kid every night. He had he had real straight, thick, thick, thick brown hair. Thick. And we took um like um paste, um hair hair gel paste, like oh and just stuck it in the roots and drug it straight up so that his hair stuck out all over the place and we had dirt on him and he has little dirty overalls and everything he was he was in it to win it he was down (laughs) it was really it was really cool the one here very interesting piece of trivia in the charlie brown christmas what color was snoopy's doghouse Ooh, she does not know. No. What do you associate with Snoopy's doghouse? Huh? What color do you associate when you think of Snoopy's doghouse? Red. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was laughing at us because they were like, why did you paint Snoopy's doghouse blue? It's red. And we had to take a, like a screenshot from the TV and post it so everybody knew Snoopy's doghouse in the Christmas... Uh, cartoon was blue. Oh, wow. So we were going, we're doing exactly what it's supposed to be. And so we painted it blue and everybody was like, his dog house is red. And we're like, ding, ding, ding. No, it's not. I like okay. the part where, where Snoopy is like dancing and then, you know, the music stops and he's still dancing. And then Lucy's just kind of looking at him like yeah. this guy. And then yeah. he realizes that there's no more music. Then he kisses her, this big slobbery kiss. Yeah. He's like, ah. Look, he kissed me. My lips touched my lips. <laughs> I like. I, I love the part where she was like, um, "We need to have, you know, we're doing this Christmas show, and we need to have." And he, she names off all these animals, and Snoopy does all the animals. Yes. Acts out all the animals, and I always think of the kid Ethan, Ian, Ian, when he did it, because he was. By the way, everybody was in high school, but we made Snoopy smaller, so Ian was like nine or ten, so he was like much younger and just the most perfect comic genius for a 10 year old. Like he totally understood, but he would do all the animals and act them out just like the cartoon. It was so funny. So yeah, I love that moment. So I, I got to give a plus to the Charlie Brown. Um, anything else? What else do you like? Um, to- believe it or not. I know that there's like this big controversy of whether or not this is actually a Christmas movie, but die hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nakatomi Plaza Christmas party. <laughs> well, something. Someone just sent me a meme the other day where they built a diehard advent calendar. <gasps> and it's a three-dimensional um, of the skyscraper. Yeah. And, and Hans is on the building 24 times going down. <laughs> Take one off every day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We were committed. Okay. Nice. When he flats. Yeah, it's Christmas. I love that. Nice. That. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You know what? Cheers to Die Hard because cheers to alternative holiday movies. Yes. Well, you know, we we go, to, you know, we walk to the beat of a different drum, you and I. So, of course, yep. you know. So what yep. about you? Well, what are your favorites? You know, I'm not like, here's the thing. I've never been a big fan of Christmas movies. And I used to railed on this for my friends um like miracle on 34th street and it's a wonderful life not a fan i honestly don't think i've watched either of them all the way through um now the big the big nouveau thing for a while was to do the radio production of it's a wonderful life so i've sat through that a couple times and that's not fun either Mm -hmm. it's just not it's not the touching like i'm not into all the schmaltz anyway you know what i mean that's why I'm just not a fan of like Christmassy Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's got to be alternative, like you said, like Die Hard. The one movie that really got me turned on that, other than Christmas Story, because I love Christmas Story, but to me, that's an alternative anyway as well. Like, mm-hmm. it happens to be Christmas, but all the crap that goes around it is like just like interpersonal growth and whatever. Uh, but I loved Elf. Huh. The first Christmas movie that I went, that's funny. And that's actually the first movie. I, d- I appreciated Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live. I never appreciated many of his movies. Like, because I like he was the same kind of suit. Like, I'm not a fan of Jim Carrey either for the same thing. And so when I saw Elf, I was like, hey, that's really funny. That was clever. Um, I love when he goes, you're not Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. Oh, like, <laughs> that, I mean, like, so there's a lot of moments in that that I think are really, really funny. And it is a little heartwarming at the end, blah, blah. So it's not like one that I'll watch over and over again every year, but I, I usually try and catch it like once. I think we mm-hmm. even have it on DVD, but, you know, usually it's on TV and I'll catch it and watch it. Um, I, you know, I, I do like the cartoons because those like bring me back and I haven't watched them in years and I and I and I don't even know where they're at anymore, but I love the old claymation. Yes. Rudolph's the red nosed reindeer. Mm-hmm. I love the heat miser and the snow miser. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, Rudolph's shiny new year with the snow monster or whatever. Like I remember those and really love watching those along with Charlie Brown and the Grinch. I like the mm-hmm. Grinch. But I relate to the Grinch because, you know, I, I really want, have you seen the t-shirts? Because you know you guys saw at Halloween I had resting witch face. Mm-hmm. I need a resting Grinch face for Christmas. Because how, do, you, do you wear, are you into holiday sweaters? Well, you were showing me a picture the other day of like some dumb red sweater with like snowflakes all over it. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I mean, I, I like Christmas sweaters, but I mean, I don't think I have one of my own. I just like take pictures of others that yeah i'm not into it although i would get like have you seen like for walking dead they have the daryl dixmas oh yeah that's funny and there's a really cute star wars one where it's like you can't tell until you get up on top of it that there's like star wars characters in it yeah or something like that but i also feel like i don't know it just doesn't seem like something that i would wear as often i i i wouldn't mind a mary grinchmas that would be funny or a a Resting Grinch face. At um, work yesterday, um, one of the medics had a Yoda Christmas, a baby Yoda Christmas sweater. So I thought okay. that was cute. Yeah. I yeah. Was like and, yeah. I, and like last year, I saw a lot of Christmas sweaters that lit up that had like little, 
designs. Yeah. yeah, I I want a Christmas sweater just so I can wear at work just to be festive, you know. Um, yeah, that's where I'm like, well, nah. Like, I, that's where I get, yeah, I draw the line where I wouldn't mind a t-shirt that like was like ironic. Like, that's the kind of holiday spirit that I have. Like I said last week, I'm like, I'm not huge into Christmas and over-decorating and all that stuff. So like, I kind of like, it would be funny just to be like, a little, like, not salty. What's the word I'm looking for? Just a little sarcastic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like I that. My Christmas earrings are, like, little ornaments that, like, they have, like, the little, whoops, shoot. They're Christmas, uh, they're sleigh bells, but they're, but okay. they look like ornaments. So okay. I found them. I might wear them. Okay. Days out of the week. Yeah, I think I might have a pin that I used to put on, like, my coat that yeah. was, like, a little thing. But, like I said, not really into it, especially the, like, you know, really trying to dress, like, fancy cute for like christmas I wear my santa hat i, I it's I mean, it's not santa it's an elf hat you know santa's helper i, I like wearing I them did, i did get um gosh it was a while ago but it made me laugh we were walking through walgreens and it was a pink it's a pink hat oh i should get it so we can i don't even know where it is but like wear it next week maybe but it's a pink hat with a princess crown attached to it. Okay. <laughs> I might have to bring that in. And then I know a couple years ago, um, we did a Christmas parade for, um, with, uh, for Sonoy. And we didn't want to have like, you know, all of our characters that we, that we cosplayed are usually covered in blood and have weapons and knives. And we're like, that's not very Christmassy. So we kind of, funny bit where we wore our, our holsters but wherever like rick wore his holster but instead of having his his colt 45 in there he had a big giant candy cane Aww. So candy canes in places and i had for the governor it was really funny i found a, a a christmas hat that said naughty on it and i was like that's kind of funny and we took on his on his eye patch we put um tinsel and like a wreath. oh my god that's cute <laughs> i so can that see was- that or maybe like a peppermint candy you yeah, know like yeah. a red and white peppermint candy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. but uh yeah so like oh, i miss him it was funny and ironic and yeah crazy so we i've done stuff like that so that's that's kind of funny so that's enough about the TV stuff. Okay, let's talk a little bit of behind the background. And the reason why is because, Shalane, you were in a Christmas movie. Yes. <laughs> about that, which, by the way, I know that it was like a made-for-TV Christmas movie. I'm just going to hold this up, and I'm going to say lovingly to Hallmark and Lifetime and whatever other channel, Hard pass on the 20- hard pass. Hard pass mm-hmm. on all the Christmas movies. You made some money. Good for you. But uh-uh. yes, they pay well. Okay, mm-hmm. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Everlasting was the name of the movie, and one of the I guess the print the main principle of the show was Ty. It was the little girl on um, Fresh Prince, the the baby sister okay. Tatiana or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was the main principal of the movie. So um, it was shot in Covington in July. It was hot as Hades out there. And I didn't have anything Christmas. Um, So I was still in town because I was doing Walking Dead. So me, being the friend that I am, (laughs) made made the grave mistake of raiding my bestie's closet without her permission. I will never do that again, but you have all the best stuff. So anyway, I, um, there was a wool dress. A it was a, yeah, it was a sweater dress that I used to wear in the dead of winter in Chicago. Yeah. 
and you put that on yeah well here was the thing i had multiple options but the, the, the stylist decided she wanted to put me in the hottest thing ever. So it was like, she gave me opaque tights, your sweater dress. It was a coat. There was a scarf and there were gloves. And I'm just like, boots oh, too, right? Like tall, tall boots. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah, I was pretty much layered multiple layers of just wool and all kinds of like <laughs> synthetic material. But yeah, so it's like, of course, you can't, you can't show that you're sweating, whatever. Yeah, so we're in this and we're in Covington. Now, the cute thing about this is that there was fake snow everywhere. So this was during the day. This is on location. So there's kids out there playing in this stuff because to them, they think it's really snow. So they're like right. making fake angels and making snowballs or attempting to make snowballs and throw them at each other and everything else. So the funny part was, yes, I was paid extra for them to use my car. So right. they made about the fake snow really quick because they also did a fake snow. Um, it was for Jumanji three, I think in downtown Newton. And what's really funny because it threw me off so bad when we drove through it and didn't know that's what they were getting ready for. Um, they take, you know how like, well, I don't know people, you know, that are from the South don't know this, but when it's cold up North and they shovel the sidewalks, that snow has to go somewhere. And they usually like kind of pile it up on the corner of a building or around the, st of the street light or the stoplight. So there's piles. So in Noonan, and I'm sure they did it with you. What they did is they had like sandbags or something that made, uh, made it look like, you know, piles. And then they had these white tarps that they stretched real tight around those piles. And so from a distance, it was white and it looked like snow. And then the day that they filmed, they used the same stuff as you and they put that on top of it. So it's not a pile of the fake snow. It was like fake piles with like a little bit of fake snow on top of it. So it looked fluffy. Um, so I thought that was really cool. But the fake snow is like wet paper. When you say it, like well, it's it's here's the thing. Um, the part that you just previously mentioned, I'm not sure because we were like in this town square, so it's uh -huh. it's primarily like not city but town. So there's buildings and streets. So there isn't really, there is there isn't like a, like a lot of like places where a lot of snow could accumulate, like a field okay. or anything like that. But <laughs> the snow itself was like pulp paper, so processed, so fine. It was like pulp it wasn't wet but here is the thing what they did was they sprayed our cars they sprayed everything that was supposed to be had that had snow on it they sprayed it with water first and then they shot this stuff on it so it's like on top and this stuff is like packed so it does look like snow so here's the thing <laughs> so when they shot that stuff that stuff goes in every single nook and cranny inside of the vehicle and they're supposed to like wash the car off but because we ran over they didn't wash anything so what they did they just kind of like did like pressure washing they pressure washed my vehicle but there was still snow on there so there's snow like where your, where your windshield wiper is when you lift the windshield wiper up there's snow in there there was mm -hmm. snow inside of my gas cap you know mm -hmm. when you go to get gas I'm like how in the heck did they get snow in there there was snow in places that I didn't think was possible. And then when I went to drive home later on, I was in Florida at one at, at the turnpike and people are looking at my car because they're like, 
where in the hell did she come from with <laughs> snow? So you could tell where yeah. I've been in that particular gas pump because I was trying to get all the snow off. So there's like this pile <laughs> of <Well>, snow. <laughs> don't you remember, you, you got home that night and you parked on the driveway Yeah. next morning and our driveway was covered in it. <laughs> come off and like we found it in our in our garage like it was everywhere because it was like in the door cracks where you open the doors yeah. and it got everywhere and i tried i tried my darnest and they did too but it's like when they spray that stuff on your car it's almost like paper mache yeah yeah that hilarious well by the way i just want to point out covington if anybody wants to uh if they don't know where covington is if you watch the vampire diaries or sweet magnolias both of those are filmed in or or legacies uh or the originals They're, those are all in covington they do a lot of film work over there um so and there's a tour company there and there's a store and there's a you know a museum full of vampire diary stuff so it's basically like covington is to sonoy what Walking Dead is to Vampire Diaries. Yep, you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And they film a lot there. So that was hilarious. And and the fact that she had to be in, in my wool dress. You know, I did one movie up in Chicago where we were supposed to be outside and it was supposed to be um, a Thanksgiving parade. I think it was not Christmas. Maybe it was Christmas. I, yeah, maybe it was a Christmas parade. And so we shot it in May and they wanted us to wear winter clothes, but I was like, it is going to be hot. So what I did with my group of 15 friends that were going to get paid as a group, we went and did, it was a movie called The Weatherman starring Nicolas Cage. I, it didn't do very well, but um, we were going to, if, if I could get 15 people together to stand on the side of the road and, and watch the parade go by, my theater company would make $300. I'm like, hmm. Fine. So we wore tank tops and short sleeve shirts underneath jackets and we picked out jackets that were super thin but could still look wintry. And then we all had like hats and gloves and scarves that we could take those off in between shots and put up our coats and not be so hot. So we wow. kind of shaded ourselves in under the radar so that we <laughs> we weren't going to be hot that so, was great yeah yeah she didn't do that to you <laughs> no well the thing is is that i was there for walking dead that, that was the whole reason why i was there at right. your house for walking dead so i had nothing that was winter like so no. what so when i got hired for this gig i'm like what do i wear so everything was your wardrobe and yep. uh yeah, I paid royally for that. <laughs> but you know what? It, to me, honestly, I I just I've decided from now on, if I ever decide to do another background role again, I will not do any background that involves my car. I won't because oh yeah, yeah because that little bit of money that they offer for your car, they you you've pretty much given them permission to do whatever they want to get that shot yeah. to your car. So whether it's dumping a bunch of artificial, uh, artificial snow or like driving it, like, like a, you know, just like grinding the gears and just driving it crazy because they need your car to do whatever. It's like, those are things that I take into, you know, into consideration. And I only got paid 25 bucks for all that snow for the car wash to get that shit in and out of your car. Right. And you know what? I want to say I had snow probably for the next, at least, and I'm not exaggerating, at least the, the next month finding snow in places that I'm like, how does snow get in here? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
am. That's why it's always funny when they're in the snow, when you watch TV shows where they're in the snow. And I love when it's supposed to be snowing and the snow lands on their shoulders and oh. then it doesn't melt. Yeah. So like they need to work out something so that it actually looks like it melts. Cause that's where you can tell that it's fake when it sticks in their hair or it sticks on their shoulders and it just sits there. I'm like, Come on. snow melts. The minute it touches you, it melts. So yeah. it's there. What about you? What um, did you, um, what Christmas stories you have or like, Oh, I, well, I have a behind the costume shop story that oh. I wanted to share. It, this is, I think I, I said last week I was going to tell it. Um, this is the one time I'm not a, I'm not a big crier. Um, and especially like at work involved with work, I'm not going to show my emotions, but this is the one time that I, I actually broke down in tears. So I, I know. So I worked at the costume shop, which like I said, a lot, you know, if you've been listening, it was a theatrical costume shop, which means primarily people would hire us to send them, um, full sets of costumes for a specific production, right? Mm-hmm music or Joseph the Amazing Technical or Dreamcoat or whatever it is. At Christmas time, it was a very busy season. We had multiple Christmas carols, which are Victorian clothes. So mm-hmm. so everybody in the back was very busy with that. I worked in the front as the, I was the front of the house manager. So I had to deal with people that came in off the street. So one of my big projects was I had to deal with all the Santa Claus costume rentals. And so you would start getting people booking those things in August and September. And I think we had like, I want to say like 15 Santa Claus suits. And I'm talking mega awesome, gorgeous velvet with the beautiful fur trim and the, and right. And like, and we had like, we had real boots if the guys fit. We had, I don't know, we had about 20 pairs of boots that if they fit in the boots, they, they got the boots. If not, we had these really cool boot tops. So depended. Um, and then you also got the wig and the, and the um, beard. And these beautiful, curly, gorgeous wigs. And the beard was a huge, like it strapped down over your head. You put the wig on, you put the hat on, you wouldn't even see the straps. And it had the beautiful mustache. These were gorgeous. And so we, it was a money-making time and those things, I think they rented for about 75 bucks a pop and normally it would be an overnight, you get it in two days and this would be a scheduled thing where you got to have it for three hours, four hours if we could and I had this chart where you'd be like, okay, this is Santa number one and there was a number one in all the pieces so we knew where it went. Santa number one, gets picked up at 10 a.m. It's coming back at 1 p.m. It's going to the one hour dry cleaner. It's coming back at two and it's going out at three and it's coming back at five. We're going to drop it off overnight and then we'll get it done in the morning. And like literally 15 of those, it was like a, it was like a Jenga game. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Getting it organized. And so nothing could be messed up because, you know, of timing. Also, we had like three or four of like, I count like the sexy Santa dresses where it's like the red velvet with the, with the fur trim and it's like a little short skirt and it's for like girls to be cute, sexy Santas. So, um, we had some customers that were like the thorn in my side for years. They were basically like, I'm going to use a Roadhouse reference because I don't want to use their real name. But in Roadhouse, if you remember with, you know, Patrick Swayze, there was the guy that ran the town and his name was Brad Wesley and he kind of got one and he thought he was really cool. These people were the Brad Wesley of the town that I lived in. They would come over for costume parties at 
o'clock when we were closed and they bang on the door and say, we need to come in and pick up costumes, uh, pick out costumes, not pick up. Like they didn't pre-order them. They want us to just stay open late for them. Oh no. Like, and I did a couple times where I'd be there until like seven o'clock at night. Cause they're like playing in the costumes. And finally we were like, no. And they would still come they They'd call and say, we're on our way over. I know it's like, we'll be there at like five to five. And we're like, no, you can't come over. And they would show up and I'd be like, I'm not, no. So then they we at least got them trained to like, if you want something, call us ahead and we'll hand it to you. But these people were very privileged and mm. we get whatever we want. So they pick out a Santa suit. Well, they called in and booked a Santa suit and they wanted three sexy Santas. So they were going to mm-hmm. a Christmas party. And these people owned a hotel that had a restaurant in it. And then another, they owned a country club that had a restaurant in it. So if you picture the employees for that, and then they owned, they were landowners. So they owned like all these apartment complexes. So anybody that worked at, they had one giant, massive Christmas party with like probably three or 400 people at this Christmas party. And so they had a Santa and it was, they, it was a blowout every year. Everybody talked about these Christmas parties because they like, they did the open bar, their employees would drink and they would party. So they picked their Santa up on Saturday and I made a dispensation and said, you can bring it back Monday morning, but it has to be back by 9 a.m. because I have to get it clean and get it back for like a 10 o'clock or a 10.30 pickup. Right. Like, okay, fine. Monday morning comes. I'm in there at 8.30 because they're supposed to be there at 9. They're not there. I call, no answer. It's 9.30. I'm starting to freak out because I've got to get this thing dry cleaned and it has to go to the next person. No answer. So by 10 o'clock with a no answer and because we knew these people, I, I went to my sellers and I said, we're not getting it back and I need something by one o'clock because I could let Jack them around and they had to go out and buy a party city Santa suit that was a similar color and they sewed on different fur and they zhuzhed it up and we got it covered, but we had to go and spend all that time because the stuff was missing and the three Santas, like sexy Santas were gone. Two days later, I called and called and called. Oh, by the way, let me just point out that they also used to rent their costumes and not bring them back on time. And then finally bring them back late. They wouldn't pay the late fees that they were supposed to pay. Mm-hmm. Jackholes. They were just jackholes. Three days later, I find sitting at the top of our stoop, a garbage bag with a note on it that just said from, and then the name. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? So it sat out overnight in the middle of December in Chicago. No, sorry, no apology, no. No, no, nothing. So I bring the garbage bag in and I'm like, why does this feel so heavy? And I bring it in and I open it up And what they had done was apparently they got real drunk on Saturday night and they went outside in the rain because it had rained. It was raining in cold rain and they were sliding down a hill in the mud in the Santa suit and the sexy Santas. And they had ripped these things to shreds. Like the seams were out of the side. The fur was hanging off. The Santa suit itself, it was ruined. The the sexy were kind of muddy. Um, But I just pulled this out and it was, it was, four or five days in a plastic bag of mold and then freezing cold. And so it was like crusty and crunchy and wet and soggy and moldy. And I just looked at it and I just sat down on the floor and started crying. Like I Uh 
lost me with that because I could not believe the privilege that they thought it was okay to do that. And like, because those, like the actual suits were like $300 to, you know, that's the whole idea of renting is you pay $300 to build this thing. And then you rent it out $75 at a time. And eventually you get the cost of it covered. And then you start making money off of it when, you know, you yeah. know, and so it was ruined. We lost $300. And of course, I'm sure you get this already. They did not pay to replace the stuff that they ruined. That is um, terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was one of the worst things. People wonder again why I, I have such a grinchy outlook on Christmas. And it's stuff like that that people do to retail people. Like, this is just our job, man. So that was, it was terrible. It was one of the worst things. I, I just like, you know. And then you have to, I mean, like to balance it out, I will say there was just the sweetest people that would come in for their Santa outfit and just be adorable. And they come in and bring us like, you know, cookies. They would bring us back trays of cookies and treats and candy. So there's those people too. So God bless the good people. But um, you know who you are. I'm going to look right. You know who you are. Oh, snap. I shouldn't, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, Shalane. Y'all can go straight to hell. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Uh-uh. So yeah, so that's my costume shop story for the holidays. It was it was terrible. Um yeah, so there you go. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like I said, there was sweet stuff too, like dressing little kids up like elves. That was always super fun. Like they were gonna be elves for things and you put little outfits on them and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. we were real close. Everybody that worked there was real close. So we'd have like little potlucks every day and eat some food and have some candy. So it took it took, you know, it balanced it out, but I'll tell you what. Don't be a jackal. That's what, okay. Public service announcement to everybody right now. Wear a mask when you go into a store, if they ask you to wear the mask. If the sign outside says wear a mask, wear a mask and do not give the people that are working inside those facilities, wherever it may be, grocery store, pet store, department store, restaurant, don't give them crap. They're just trying to make money for their family for the holidays, right? Another word, don't be dick. Yeah. <laughs> don't be dick. I'll say it. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Oh, my I'm goodness. Sure places that do not care if you have a mask or not, find those and go there. Okay. okay. Or order some shit. Okay. And on that note. On that note. wine has made me angry, Shalane. <laughs> no, but look, I finished my drink. My drink is gone. Hold on. Let me finish it one little sip. And it's, and it's not warm anymore. Kind of like no, that. but it's, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, guys, so, again, let's just go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and remind you where you can find us on social media, okay? So, that's going to be Ogro Podcast on Instagram as well as Facebook. Make sure that is O-H-G-U-R-L Podcast. Make sure you spell it right. Otherwise, you won't find us, and that would be very sad in your little life. So, just saying. <laughs> and on Twitter, it is Podcast Girl, G-U-R-L email us at ogirlpodcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, make sure you check us. I'm playing with my hot hands and they just, they're so warm <laughs> and I love it. I've, I've had these since 530. Um, YouTube, make sure you find us on YouTube at ogirlpodcast. Hey, and speaking of that email, I we're going to put out another video request, but I'm going to just give everybody a reminder right now that for the last our, our last episode of the year and the season is on Christmas Day, the 25th. So I know. So I want to do we want to do some stories again. We want to get some listener stories. We want to know 
all about your gifts. We want to know your favorite gifts, your least favorite gifts. Do you re-gift? Um, anything funny about getting a re-gift, getting something at work, getting an inappropriate gift, whatever stories about presents that you got we want to hear it or you know like if you were a kid did you figure out how presents show up sometimes they come down the chimney right little kids but sometimes they don't so um that's code so i want to, we want to hear your stories about that also super excited about next week listen up this is awesome we are going to do an adult only interview with the one and only grinch that stole Christmas. So we have the Grinch coming. Um, and then we're also going to talk to the Grinch um, about some of his other work because the Grinch does a lot of work and he's a friend of ours. So uh, the one and only James Winowski is coming and we are going to do an interview with the Grinch. So stay tuned for that. We will do an alcohol fueled um, Grinch. <laughs> Brief discussion for the grown-ups. So that is next week. I'm so excited. So come back for us. Come back for the Grinch. Come back for cocktails. In the meantime, cheers, my friend. Yeah. Our listeners love you all. Bye. 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 Go Saints. Who that? <laughs>